to Engage with Eagle Forum. I am one of your hosts, Tabitha Walter, Political Director of Eagle Forum, and I am joined by our Executive Director, Kirsten Hasler. Hi, everyone. Today's episode not only tackles a political issue, but also Hollywood's portrayal of a movement. We are going to be talking about the upcoming FX series called Mrs. America, which will premiere on April 15th, 2020. The show portrays the equal rights amendment battle in the 1970s with a focus on the opposition's leader, Phyllis Schlafly. As many of you know, Phyllis Schlafly founded Eagle Forum, so this is very personal to us. Hollywood is historically known for twisting narratives, especially political ones, in favor of a liberal agenda. Just by Mrs. America's trailers and ads alone, we can already see the bias they have for feminism and the Equal Rights Amendment. It is important to note that FX never reached out to Phyllis's family or her colleagues that work closely with her on fighting against the ERA. Luckily, we are joined by Anne Schlafly Corey, daughter of Phyllis Schlafly and chairman of Eagle Forum, to clear out what Mrs. America has gotten wrong so far. Thank you for joining us again, Anne. Thank you, Tabitha. It's a pleasure to be with you all. You had a front seat to Phyllis's life and efforts, so we are excited to hear how your experience of her differed from the woman FX is portraying. What we are going to do is break the trailer down into segments. This is the first taste of the series that people are seeing, so we are curious to hear what you have to say about each part. The trailer starts off showing a typewriter with the words, the right to be a woman. You hear Phyllis Schlafly speaking to a group of friendly women saying, I'm not against women. I'm not against women working outside the home. What I am against is the women's liberation movement. Betty Friedan, who is played by Tracy Ullman, says, who the hell is Phyllis Schlafly? Phyllis says while passing out, stop ERA buttons. We need to get the word out quickly. We want the right to be a mother, the right to be a wife. The libras want to create a sex-neutral, feminist, totalitarian nightmare. This is where we are getting the first look at Phyllis and her organizing efforts against the ERA. Anne, can you explain to us how she became interested in this issue and how she viewed it? Well, my mother was always interested in politics and had always participated in political debates. She, she cut her teeth on fighting communism in the 50s and 60s. When the women's liberation movement came across in the 70s, attempting to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment, she looked at it as a power grab by the federal government and an effort to redefine human nature and to pretend that there were no differences between men and women. What my mother saw was that if we have a sex-neutral society where men and women are interchangeable, women lose. And so although equal rights sounds like such a great idea, she pushed to explain the ramifications of the, the amendment. And that effort to explain and discuss and debate the amendment proved to be its downfall. Because the more people learned about ERA, the less they liked it. And that was how she was able to organize and train and activate women who had never been in the political process before. She trained them to go and lobby their state legislatures. And the result was the defeat of the Equal Rights Amendment. I think Hollywood is still mad about that. And that's why they have this hatchet job on her. And I think that is a very great thing to highlight is that women were getting involved in politics because of her. She wasn't a woman hater. She wasn't anti-woman, but she was gathering women from across the nation to be politically act active. Well, there's a group of liberal women who felt that if you didn't agree with them, you couldn't be a woman. 
they didn't want to see a wide range of views among women. But women no more agree with one another than on this issue or any other issue. We're human beings. What I'm afraid is that Hollywood wants to demonize the women who enjoy being wives and mothers and demonize other choices that women make and try to cookie cutter women as all wanting the same thing. And as we all know, we're all uniquely different. At the end of this segment that we just talked about with the trailer, there are certain innuendos. There are clips showing the feminists dancing and drinking. There are two women dancing together, giving the innuendo that they may be lesbians. Then they show an African-American man dancing with and kissing a white woman. This implies, in my opinion, that Phyllis may have had strong feelings about gay relationships and mixed race relationships. How did she view these things progressing with sexual attraction and race issues? Well, for my mother, the most important thing one could do in life would be to get married and have a successful marriage. She attributed her marriage one woman to one man as the basis of her highly successful and highly productive life. Her attitude was, it's great for me. It works for me. I know thousands of other women who enjoy marriage and family. And why should we treat it as something wrong to do? This is a source of happiness and a source of great joy in the life is the traditional family model of one man and one woman together for a lifetime bond. Now, there was no question that the Equal Rights Amendment, which did not put women in the Constitution, but put sex in the Constitution, would change the definition of marriage. Even at the time in the 70s, everyone agreed that it would open the door to same-sex marriage. So today, the Supreme Court has said same-sex marriage is valid. You know, that doesn't mean that it's a good idea. I've heard things about Phyllis that she hated Jews and that she was racist. So can you speak to that a little bit? One of the things the left likes to do is to employ slurs to try to neutralize your arguments. They uh, slander people they don't agree with. And the typical slanders are to call you a racist, sexist, homophobe, bigot, of any, any way you can go. I think that undercuts the legitimate arguments that people are trying to make is when you just use a slander against someone. What my mother believed in was that we are Americans. We're not hyphenated Americans, but we're, we're Americans who all have the opportunities to succeed and thrive in the United States. Siloing and hyphenating and treating one group differently from another group is not what America is all about. So moving on in the trailer, a woman says, do you know what you're saying has no basis in fact? And then Phyllis just smiles at her. I keep seeing this narrative, even in the debates that Phyllis had with feminists, they want to constantly say that she was not factual. Kirsten and I know that this is very far from the truth. We put in 40 hours a week gathering the facts. Can you talk about how Phyllis gathered her information? She was very industrious. That was the word she used. She read, she studied, she listened to what other people had to say and, and formulated the arguments. She often talked that one of her 
best tools to learn about the other side was their own materials. And so she would not only read the writings that they put together, but then come up with answers to their arguments. And there was uh, one book that the National Organization for Women put out, I think it was called The Revolution Is Now. My mother thought it was such a great explanation of what's wrong with feminism that she had it reprinted and sold it herself. The textbook for now, she then used. When you learn the other side so well, you are armed with the facts in how to appropriately debate, discuss, and slay their arguments. Later on in the trailer, it cuts to Betty for Dan, who says, Our movement is about fighting the oppression of all women. This part tries to say that the feminist movement was inclusive while the anti-ERA movement was only one type of woman, maybe one that was snobby and prissy. What was your experience with the women who worked alongside Phyllis? It's interesting because the feminist movement is a movement for elite women, because a lot of the things that they were trying to get uh, in the feminist movement were not helpful to working class women, for example. A lot of things that my mother was trying to protect for women were benefits that working class women got that elite women didn't like or didn't think were important to do. So the women who worked alongside with my mother were not particularly highly educated or had advanced degrees or out in the workforce. They were real women with real families who they wanted to protect. And the cross-section of women who came to work in Eagle Forum and believe in the mission of Eagle Forum are a fabulous group of women who are completely dedicated to the cause and believe in what's right for America. And I think anyone who meets an eagle from Eagle Forum is always impressed with how these women get to know the facts, command the facts, can articulate the facts, and lobby for their beliefs. Along those lines, Jill Ruckelhaus, played by Elizabeth Banks, says, we do not want housewives thinking we are against them. Then another woman shouts, we are against them. Gloria Steinem, played by Rose Barnes, says, revolutions are messy. It's not too long into this trailer until they undermine themselves on the inclusivity issue. What did you see firsthand from the feminists during these times? Well, they were against housewives. One of the things about the feminist movement is that it wasn't a live and let live situation. They did want to overturn the patriarchy. That was part of their goal and the, the phraseology that they used. They didn't like the idea of a man and a woman as the married for a lifetime raising a family. Housewives were a threat. And I believe they saw them as a, as a threat because a lot of them were happy. And they seemed to always want to make women into victims. And victims needed help. If you could exist without needing the help of, a, of the feminism or of big government, well, then you weren't part of their movement and they couldn't make money off of you. They wanted women to leave their families and start new lives. While Phyllis and her friends are at a hair salon in the trailer, Gloria Steinem continues, how long are we supposed to wait? How much time do we give people to adapt to change? Or am I the only one who's effing tired of waiting? Phyllis says, this isn't about equality. It's about power and I'm just getting started. She scowls at the TV reports of feminist protests. 
You can see during this part that feminists were ready to plow ahead whether people were on board or not. The show portrays Phyllis as power-hungry, or seems to. What were the differences that you saw between the way that these feminists organized their movement versus the way that Phyllis organized her anti-ERA efforts? I think it's the difference between top-down versus bottom-up. The feminist leaders had a mission and an agenda that they wanted to sell to America. But what my mother did was go to real Americans. After all, my mother was in a small town in flyover country in the middle of America. She, she was not in New York or Washington or, on the, or in California. She was in the middle talking to real women with real concern. And so her organization was strung together of individual chapters in different states doing the issues that they thought were most concerned. It's truly the vision of a grassroots organization, which is you don't fly in and say, you're going to do it my way. You say, let's develop leadership across the country. And each of you has a chapter, works with, the, works with the issues in your state, and here's how you can be effective. I can guide you and show you the way. My mother would not have been successful if her message didn't resonate with millions of Americans. And that's what happened. Next, Gloria Steinem says, we are a political movement, not a sorority. Bella Abzug, played by Margot Martindale, then says, so now we're not going to have people we disagree with participate? Gloria says, we don't get to decide how the battle lines are drawn. As you know, this sentiment has not changed in the last 50 years. We have seen how the Women's March exclude pro-life groups and pro-life women. They want to paint Phyllis as rigid when they actually have a narrow ideology. How did Phyllis treat those who she disagreed with? So my mother always felt that you should make alliances on issues and not a total platform. There were going to be times where she would work with uh, liberal Democrats on issues, and there were going to be times when she worked with conservative Republicans on issues. But as my mother once said, I want to get your vote. There is no explain your vote section on the ballot box. I'll take your vote if you are, are, agree with me on this issue anytime. And, and I think that ability to work with people of different political orientations or how they come to the issues or even as a, a different religious faiths enabled her to build a much greater organization than if she had been single-mindedly and said, if you don't agree with me on everything, I don't want you. And that's not how a true broad-based, well, as we used to say, big tent movement has grown, because not everybody is going to agree on every single issue. And you have to be able to keep chains of communication open so that you can always work with people who will agree with you some of the time. Of course, there are people who will never agree with you on, on any issue, and, and I think that's represented by Gloria Steinem. And I think that message is so relevant today, maybe much more relevant today, that you don't have to agree with everyone to have a conversation or get your point across or hear their point. The next part of the trailer is showing a supposed dark side of Phyllis and the anti-ERA battle. A neighbor says to Phyllis, when did you get so mean? And then Phyllis and her husband get into a fight and he says, I have let you run around this country with your cause. And she snaps back, it's our cause. This shows some tension between your mom and dad and then also between neighbors and other people in her life. How did your dad feel about your mom's efforts and how did those close to her feel about her efforts as well? 
So it's Hollywood. It's fiction. They always have to have some kind of conflict to make the drama in the story. They've chosen to manufacture conflict that uh, slanders my father. My father was a very moral man, and he supported my mother in all respects. If they had this idea that Phyllis was mean, well, it doesn't really fit with the reality of her life where she attracted thousands of, of women and inspired thousands of women. If she were mean, she would have had, for instance, tremendous staff turnover in her organization. As it was, she had long-standing loyal employees who found her full of integrity and wanted to work with her because they enjoyed her. What I think the actress playing my mother misses was her warmth and her smile and her genuineness. This wasn't a put on or an act. And there are a lot of things you could say about my mother. Yes, she was strong, she was forceful, she was intimidating, but mean is not one of the words. Surely, Tabitha, you have met some pretty impressive women who have had lifetimes, you know, many decades of work in the field. And when you think about what they have done in their states, it is most impressive, many of whom don't have a college degree. Oh, absolutely. Um, in the last part of the trailer, Phyllis is shown at confession saying, why would God put this fire in me if he didn't want me to act on it? And you see throughout this trailer that there is a focus on Phyllis's faith. I think we've all been there really struggling with what we believe or how we should move forward on things. And Phyllis has shown many times praying and going to church throughout the trailer. Did her faith play a big role in her political motives? Her faith was extremely important to her, and I think her faith gave her the backbone and the guide to the issues that she discussed in, uh, in the political sphere. She was a Roman Catholic, and she fully prayed every day. Every day she prayed the full rosary. She attended church. She believed in the power of God and Jesus Christ. And she always felt that it was because of her prayers that she had success. She attributed the successes in her life to having God's favor. Well, it gave her the confidence because if God is on your side, you will win every battle. And I think that's confidence that she brought to every debate and every argument that she was involved in was one of the things that made her so formidable and intimidating to her opponents. She had complete confidence in the truth. Were there times behind the scenes that she ever struggled with her belief on the ERA or roles of women? I never saw my mother struggle like that. She had her core beliefs, and she, she never uh, flinched from her core beliefs. Her core beliefs you know, were formed early in her childhood. They were nurtured with her very stimulating intellectual marriage with my father and her extensive reading. I don't think I ever saw her change her mind on anything. Well, that's why it's always so important to read what the other side writes, because then you're able to answer the argument. If you only read stuff from your own side, well, then you're not um, ready to answer the arguments of the other side. And I think it's always important to, um, to carry on that dialogue and understand what is the other side's point of view. 
We have one last thing to touch on. Phyllis was obviously someone worth defending, and her legacy is what lives on. We are curious to hear how your mother impacted your life. Can you let us in on your journey with conservative issues and how you have ended up being the chairman of Eagle Forum? It is a great honor to be chairman of Eagle Forum, and it's a great honor to work with so many women who worked alongside my mother. When I was growing up, I could see the slings and arrows that my mother was taking in the media, the slanders and slurs that went after her. And let me tell you, there's nothing better for being a middle schooler and going through the pains of middle school and the bullying or the nasty things that might happen and say, this is nothing. My mother's going through much worse. I can handle this. So I would say that her, the first thing she did was really toughen me up because it made me confident that I could go out in the world. You know, my mother was fearless, and I really appreciate getting that kind of fearlessness and being able to, uh, to do things. You know, I often said that the most important thing I inherited from my mother was her grit, because you can then do things. I mean, a lot of people fail to do things because they doubt themselves. And when you have self-doubt, you're less likely to succeed. And so if you can conquer that doubt, you then won't not try to do something. I mean, I'm sure in 1972, somebody, uh, people probably said, oh, you're crazy to try to stop this steamroller, this amendment's going to be in the Constitution. And my mother said, no, I'm going to try to do what I can. So I think the power of being that strong person was, was really wonderful. Certainly, I grew up in a family with lively debates and extensive conversation about politics. Uh, so politics and um, was always sort of in my background of reading about it and learning about it. At heart, I'm a student of history. And of course, history is just politics at a distance. At 2008, that my mother came to me and asked me to join her board of directors and asked me to have a more prominent role in the organization, and I'm honored to do it. So Leslie, Eagle Form is hosting a watch party for the new FX series, Mrs. America, on Wednesday, April 15th. Please check out mrsamerica.org, that's O-R-G, for more information on the party and for more info about Phyllis Schlafly and her legacy. Thank you for listening to this episode of Engage with Eagle Forum. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. From your house to the state house to the White House, this is Engage with Eagle Forum.